Welcome to the Luvan Mark Wrestling Podcast with Shane, Captain Jenny, Shane, Captain Jenny. All these super marks of wrestling, every time is guaranteed. Join the Luvan Mark Wrestling Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Luvan Mark Wrestling Podcast. This is Wrangler, and if I sound sort of weird, I'm over my phone. Uh, I also have Jenny on with me. Hello, Jenny. Hello, everybody. We're uh, working through the weather this week. Doing everything yeah, to make got, sure we bring you this episode. I've got heavy, heavy lightning in the area as we speak. So uh, I turned off all the equipment, like the computer, the screens, everything. Everything's turned off so it doesn't pop it. I've had pop television before. So I didn't, that wouldn't, I wasn't happy about that. No, so that I don't want to pop any of, my, any of the stuff that I actually need. Yeah. So no, no, we don't want that. No, don't need that. So we're going to have to. So, Apologize for maybe some sound issues or different quality than what you're used to, but we're making do this week. Yeah, we got to we got to adapt and overcome. That's that's the that's the marine motto: adapt and overcome. Hoorah! Hoorah! We're not marines, but we're we're, we're going to adapt and overcome this week. We're also um, changing the schedule up a bit. We uh, said last week that we were going to do entrance themes this week, but I don't think either of us were taking backlash into account. Oh, it snuck up on us. Yeah, I did. I was. I thought there was another week to go. I didn't realize it was so soon. So, snuck up on us. We got a lot of overburied topics to go over. We're gonna recap the draft, backlash, and any other big news that's happened this week. Because there's been some. There's been some moving and shaking going on in the wrestling world this week. A little bit. A little bit. You know, it's, it's been some. Yeah, been some shaking for sure. We will discuss that and more. Ooh. That's a teaser. Ooh. Ooh. All right, so uh, before we before we get into everything, Jenny, how was your week? Long. <laughs> this has been a long, yeah. long week. Yeah, I can I can relate. I can definitely definitely relate to that for sure. It's uh getting down to, you know, things are down here. It's kind of going through the same thing. And uh, so, yeah, definitely understand where that is. A lot of personal things this week. Yeah, yeah. A lot of personal stuff. You guys that, you guys that know us away from the stream, most of y'all do. Yeah. You know what's going on. Those that need to know, know, I think. Yeah, those who need to know, those who need to know, know. Exactly. Those who need to know. I hope I've told everybody, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, anyway, let's get on to let's get on to some good stuff. What do you want to talk about first? Let's recap the draft. Okay. So I've got a great friend who she did some amazing work keeping track of all of the drafts from each night. Your neat little looks like a little iPad program she was using. She made a little pretty graphic. Mm-hmm. I'll show them to you later. Okay. So I have every pick in the order they were picked. So I'll just go through, read them real quick, and we'll kind of see what we, who we thought was <coughs> worth a high pick, should have been picked, maybe not picked where they needed to be picked, kind of thing. Okay. So for night one, SmackDown first off selected Reigns, Solo, and Heyman. Okay, second, makes sense. You want... Yeah, yeah, you, that was going to be the obvious choice. Yeah. 
Um, their second pick for the night. This is all. I'm just gonna go through SmackDown first. Okay. And they picked Bianca Belair, which moves her from Raw to SmackDown, so they'll have to do a title change. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I don't care. It is what it is. And another obvious pick, by the way. Another obvious pick. Right. Uh, then they picked the Street Profits. Good choice. Good choice. It, it, to me, kind of, it kind of tells me that the Street Profits are going to get a push on SmackDown. Right. Being drafted that high, yeah. Yeah, that seemed very get... high for a tag team to get picked. Yeah, very high for a tag team. Because um, then your next pick for SmackDown was Edge. Mm-hmm. And then Bobby Lashley. Big Bob. And they took the OC, which included the Good Brothers, Mia Yim, and AJ Styles, who is back from his ankle injury. And then you had Damage Control selected as a whole. And then you had your first pick from NXT, which was Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, the NXT Tag Team Champions. It's a little, little bit of a surprise pick right there. I thought so. Yeah, a little bit of a surprise pick right there. But I, I don't hate it. I like those two girls. To me, both of the first night NXT picks were huge surprises just because yeah. they were all champions. Mm-hmm. So then Raw's first pick was Cody Rhodes. No surprise Obvious. there. Yep. And then they went Becky Lynch. Imperium. Matt Riddle. Drew McIntyre. The Miz. Shinsuke Nakamura. And then the other NXT surprise is the women's champ, Indy Hartwell. Which she has since relinquished the title. Relinquished the title, yeah. Relinquished, she relinqu- relinquished the championship. Uh, now that brings up a that brings up a, a question that I have: uh, Are they going to merge the women's tag team titles? I have seen people speculating about that because you know Andy laid down the NXT championship, but uh, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn are taking the NXT championships onto SmackDown. So I'm just kind of wondering if that is going to serve as a tag team championship for the women over on SmackDown until they can get around to merging those two championships. Maybe. Cause I mean, that's what the original plan for the tag team champions for the women was. It was supposed to cover all three brands. Mm-hmm. They never really hit NXT until COVID era. Really? Right. I mean, Bailey and Sasha took them down there. Before that, they never, I don't think, had gone down there before. They'd been around for like a year or so by this point. Yeah, and and during the match they went down there, uh, uh, the uh, Scrap Daddy pulled some shenanigans to make sure the title stayed on the main roster. And so that's what created the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship because of the shenanigans that Adam Pearce pulled to help Bailey and Sasha hold on to those tag team titles. It's that's just a lot to ask for for there to be a a women's championship across all three brands because not only are you having to travel for potentially two episode shows, but then you also have to be there in Florida for NXT. I mean, granted, I guess they don't have to do it every week, but I feel like they need to keep a set of tag team titles on NXT. Because NXT is just, they have so many women down there that they have, well, they have a good balance to have a tag team division down there. And I feel like they just need to do a mid-card women's title 
that would bounce around to both Raw and SmackDown. Well, as we're going to get to it, after the draft was after the draft was said and done, NXT's NXT kind of depleted their women's division down there a little bit. Yeah, but they've got a lot of up and comers and new people. Yeah, they, that's that's why I was saying they've got a lot of women they they want to put on TV and are ready for TV. So they had to get they also TV. have a lot of women out injured right now. Yeah, they had to get the old guard out. Of, they had to get the old guard out of the way so they could put the new new women on TV. I totally get it. I know but, I'd be uh, so fine that because I am a huge Amari Miller fan. And, you know, she's gone through a rough time lately. There was, I guess, a potential de- depressed episode, potential maybe suicide attempt, I think, by her, if I'm remembering the story correctly. And then she's... Yeah, like, yeah, there was a... Uh, there was, um, uh, there was a, a scare a, with her. There was a scare with her, and then I think she was bullied into that by another wrestler. I'm not going to mention his name, because, quite frankly, he's not worth it. If it, if it he's not worth the attention if it's true. It, she's a local girl, so I have a soft spot for her. So I just I want to see good things for her. She's very talented. I got yes. to see her as um, enhancement talent a couple years ago before COVID at a SmackDown. I can't remember who she faced. It might have been Charlotte. I don't remember. But she actually got they. It wasn't a squash match. She actually got to work, and I was sitting near I think her family because there was a pretty good cheering section off to my left for her. Yeah, she. Ever since she then, gives I've been me, like, okay, I like her. We're gonna keep. Her she around. gives. Yeah, she gives me serious Alicia Fox vibes, and that's very, not a bad thing. Yeah, no, she's very athletic and yes, very good. So, no, yeah, I, I would like to see some roommate to see her really get to shine when she comes back from her injury. Well, she's definitely got the the room has definitely been made for her now, but we'll yeah, get. She it. was she was doing a pretty good a bit on NXT for a while. And then they moved her to the Level Up show for quite a bit, and then everything happened with her since then, so she's been off everything. But I'd like to see her uh, get to move around a lot. So then, post-Smackdown, on the Smackdown Lowdown show, which I guess it airs the next day, because it's the stuff that came out on Saturday. Uh Smackdown took Hit Row and Lacey Evans. Raw took Viking Raiders and Valhalla. The Maximum Male Models, Candace and Dexter, as a group. They took them together. Natty, Apollo Crews from NXT, Chelsea Green and Sonya as a duo, Zoe Stark from NXT, and JD McDonough from NXT. Yeah. And, and left the us... whole reason... Go ahead. Yeah, the whole reason why they Raw got to take so many people is because they have a three-hour show. Right. And that... SmackDown took a lot of groups that first night, too. Yeah. <laughs> so then this that left us with something I'm still kind of confused about, and that was the undrafted free agents. Which I guess <laughs> have the potential to go to whatever show they want, if I'm understanding this correctly. Which yeah, for, uh, means for someone. For well, the free agents time. are Omos, Omos, which we know that was finagled by MVP. Von Wagner, Mustafa Ali, and Dolph Ziggler. So I'm sitting here looking at this going, okay, Dolph's been on Raw for, you know, a long stint now. They use him once, and he's gone for three months. Use him once, he's gone for three months. You know, they look like they're doing the thing with him and Mustafa before Mania, and then that's fizzled out since Mania, and he hasn't been seen since. So is he just going to be doubly not used now on either show? 
or is it well, to be like, from, hey, we got an open spot, come be on SmackDown this week? From what I understand, it's they're only supposed to be free agents for just a couple of months, and then they'll have a show assigned to them. Okay, so that's how it's going to work. Possibly. Yeah. I just, I have no idea. I can't figure it out. Other than like uh, Brock Lesnar and Omos, who they're right. clearly going to use on both shows. That's what it seems like to me. It, what is what I heard was, from what I understand, is that they will be assigned shows after, um, I think it's a month and a half or something like that. I can't remember the date, but it's right around a month or so. So that, that so they'll probably be after Night of Champions, for a little bit. Yeah, probably after Night of Champions, they'll be they'll be on it. They'll be assigned a, a, a show. But Other than Omos and Brock Lesnar, right? Yeah, Brock Lesnar's always been a free agent. He doesn't count. No. So then, night two for their first pick, SmackDown took Austin Theory, and then Charlotte Flair, the Usos, the LWO. <laughs> Asuka, the Brawling Brutes, Karrion Cross and Scarlet, LA Knight, Shotzi from NXT. They brought in Pretty Deadly, which I was excited about. Yes, Pretty Deadly is going to be going to be really good on the main roster. Rick Boogs and Cameron Grimes. Uh, now, let's see. What before we before you get to Raw, I, I just want to say that Cameron Grimes looks like a million bucks. He, he didn't even really look like Cameron up. Grimes. He came across my Twitter no. screen, and if he didn't speak a word, I would be, who the fuck is this guy? He needs his yeah. beard back. All right, he shaved his beard. He's trimmed up. He looks like he's he looks like he's about two oh five right now. Instead, and, and, I mean, he, he looks he looks like a million bucks. So he, it, it him by like ten years too. He looks ten years. Yes, longer. he really does. He really does. And uh, you know. They, with the way Cameron works, he could be a Daniel Bryan type of character for them. Oh, totally. To be honest. Yeah, I was excited to see him finally get the call up. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, a big fan of him. He's worked hard for a long time mm-hmm. on yeah. the independent scene, and now he's finally getting his due. So, if they use him right, they use him properly. He could be, he could be that consummate underdog that everybody gets behind, much like. Daniel Bryan was in WWE. I agree. So then for Raw, their first pick was Rhea. Again, like I said, title swap, whatever. I don't care. I, it doesn't bother me that they swap champions during these kind of things. It's all the same. Yeah. yeah. They just change their belt changes color. That's all. That's so all happens. Seth Rollins, Sammy and Kevin as a group. Judgment Day. Liv and Raquel as a team because they're obviously champions. Mm-hmm. The New Day, Woods and Kofi, at least. I don't think E was available because of injury. Yeah, E's not available. Trish Stratus, which was very interesting that she was drafted because I feel like she would be a free agent type too, but she must have signed a little mm-hmm. deal right now to where she's draftable. Uh, Shayna and Ronda as a tag team. Ricochet and Braun as a tag team. And then you had Bronson Reed, the Alpha Academy, and Caden Carter and Katana Chance coming up from NXT. Mm-hmm. The uh, uh, what they have done with both shows is they've totally freshened up the list of opponents for either champion. Roman now has a whole list of new opponents he hasn't wrestled. If it hasn't wrestled at least in a while or at all, right for the for the Universal Heavyweight Championship. 
And then on the other side, Roman could have bounced to both shows as champion. He majority stayed to SmackDown, except for maybe the last six plus months. Well, and that's because that's because he's a part timer now. So they can keep him on SmackDown. They don't have to run him back and forth to Raw because he's part timer. They keep him on SmackDown because he's always on the phone with Paul Heyman. As long as Paul Heyman is there, his influence is there. Right. So you don't need Roman at every show. You have Paul. Right. You have his eyes and, and ears. Yep. You've got his eyes and ears at every show. You've got Paul. So what it does, it just, it, it freshens up the, the opponents for him. You got, uh, you know, Roth top of my head, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles. I mean, should be the first, it should be one guys one and two in line to fight Roman for the championship coming up. At least that's what, at least that's how I'd look it. You know, yeah, because you two very credible opponents. Oh, for sure. And Bobby, Lash- yeah, and Bobby Lashley and 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 AJ Styles, and then you've got the Intercontinental Title over on Raw now, which gives Gunther, who has run through the whole division on SmackDown, a whole list of new opponents he can go go after. And thank or they God they moved after. Samantha Irvin to Raw too, so she can keep her very good Imperium introduction going. People yes, were, people uh, were mad. That she wasn't going to get to do that anymore. They give it a few more days, and they they switched uh, ring announcers. So she's going to be on Raw now. Can you believe there's people that don't like Samantha Urban's style? It took me some time to warm up to her. I didn't like her in NXT for whatever reason, but as once she moved up to the main roster, she really grew on me. I don't know what it yeah. was. There was something she was. I don't, I, maybe she was just too big for the NXT arena that it just it seemed a little too over the top. But with bigger arenas and stadiums, she fills it up better. I think that she's suited for a bigger arena. Maybe that's uh, all. yeah. No. Every right. time she announces somebody, you can hear you just hear grab it from straight down to the bottom mm-hmm. hit of her stomach. Just yeah, no, pull she's, it up. Yeah, she's it's really amazing. around me, and I enjoy her. Yeah. She reminds me a lot of yeah. JoJo. When JoJo was ring announcing, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think she's, I think she's, I think she's her top ring announcer right now. Just be honest about it. Probably, I mean, yeah, yeah. Then so the micro, that's no slot toward micro. I actually enjoy micro. I, I, too. I, I enjoy some micro. Yeah, yeah, he does a really good job. I, I actually enjoy micro. Like no slot. He's a fun little guy. Yeah. But then on Raw Talk, we had some more picks. SmackDown took Tamina and Grayson Waller. So you're going to get to see him every Friday night now? Yay for me. I hate that. Raw took Nikki Cross, Dana Brooke, Johnny Gargano, which means away reunion. Los Lotharios. Yep, we're getting away back, Akira Tozawa. How come God, I shouldn't be like this, but why did Akira Tozawa get drafted and not Dolph Ziggler? Come because on. it's Akira Tozawa. Respect I, mean, I Akira love Tozawa. Akira Tozawa, but come on. Piper Niven, Zia Lee. Tegan Knox. I didn't put Tegan and Dakota together. I'm so sad. Uh, Riddick Moss and Emma got drafted together. Indush. Indushir. Yeah, okay. I was having trouble reading her handwriting. And Odyssey Jones. Which then left us with free agents Baron Corbin, Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin, Elias, and Zion Quinn. Zion Quinn's an interesting guy. He's got the look. He's got everything you want in a in a in a star. 
And but he but he hasn't been featured a whole hell of a lot on NXT TV here lately. Maybe because they've known they were going to call him up and just didn't want to give him anything for the next six months. But Zion Quinn's an interesting one one to me. Uh, of course, you know as Sadie and Cedric, two good vets that uh, can make any make anybody look good. Uh, we bounce forth between both shows for a couple months. Not a bad thing. No. And Baron Corbin. Poor Corbs. Poor Corbs. I'm starting it right now. We, we, we've got to start the respect Baron Corbin train. Much like in France, we've got to show Baron Corbin some love. Oh, that was incredible. He eat it up, too. He loved it. He eat it up. I, I I watched the video where they, where they after it, where he come out they they as he come out they cheered him and then after he won the match they cheered him again. He and he's just so grateful for it. Mm-hmm. After you know, it, it, I just I, I felt good for him. Yeah, I, I he was too. so grateful for it. Yeah, this just awesome. Yeah, no. So, and overall, fun little draft. I enjoyed drafts. Like there was some good movement. I kind Pretty of good shake up. They didn't. They didn't break anybody up, which kind of surprised no. me. And I'm glad for. I don't like watching people get broken up in the draft. So I'm glad that no. happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad no nobody got broke up. Uh, you know, keep all the teams intact. Even the even the uh, the love triangle with with the Otis and uh, Otis. And uh, uh, maximum male models and Chad Gable. That that's actually a fun little story. Yeah, I enjoy you know, that. Uh, Otis loves the blondes, and right now blondes tugging at his heartstrings. So that that's uh, you know Otis is a fun character. Anyway, I'm just glad they're finally letting letting his personality show again after having him be silent and do absolutely nothing with him for a year and a half. They're finally letting Otis be himself again. And that's that's good. No, I agree. So, <clears throat> with this split comes the introduction of the new championship that will be strictly on Raw. I think it's a mm-hmm. little belt. I love it. It is, the, it is the love child of the WWE championship and the big gold belt. I said it looks like a big gold belt. And it looks like the big gold belt, and you know, and we even talked about like a couple of weeks ago. Said, "Hey, let's bring back the big gold belt." And that's essentially what they've done. They did. So now there is going to be a tournament for said belt, which I'm kind of annoyed by. <laughs> Excuse me. Some people, I keep seeing people call it the consolation prize. That's not what this is. Is that what that's not what we considered the universal title when they made it up during the first? Absolutely split. not. Yeah, absolutely not. It's not. A, it's not a constellation prize. It is a. It is. It is. It's a brand new shiny toy. It's a brand. It's a brand. New, it's something for some. It's a piece of gold for somebody to fight over, and that's what you want. Yeah. And yes, will there be some guys fighting for this title that Brock, or not Brock, but uh, Roman run through? Sure. That's here's, rest- here's the list of people. You're going to have Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, 
and this is the this is the other part of it. There's going to be people who have been drafted to SmackDown fighting for this title. Yes. Which that has been sending people to. Nah, you they know, need to get You don't there. you don't have a big enough pool of people that are you know quote unquote world championship worthy really just on Raw. Right. So you got you got to pull your big names. So you got to dip into SmackDown for a little bit, and then that person will just become a Raw superstar at the end of the day, if one of them is to win it. I mean, that might not be a bad thing. I think it's going to come down to Seth and Cody, personally. But it's going to be Seth, Cody, Shinsuke Nakamura, Sheamus, Miz, Damian Priest, Edge, Ray, Finn, AJ, Austin Theory, and Bobby Lashley. Hmm. Okay, so... Uh, from the raw side, I think I think it will be Seth Rollins from the raw side. Uh, I, I just don't see Cody winning the championship this way. I it's really, hard really for him don't. to finish the story though. Now that he's on a different show from Bingo, Bingo, yeah. It, Roman has to be the. I feel like Roman has to be the guy he beats. But they're on uh, different shows now, which makes it very bizarre. I thought they would get drafted onto the same show. So right. Yeah. It, it does make it. It does make it a little bizarre. Some. You know, but they'll figure it out. They're smart. I mean, unless they're uh, just going to keep them apart and Cody fucking wins the Rumble again. I don't know. Uh, from the SmackDown side, yeah. Well, yeah, Cody could win the Rumble again and go right back after Roman and finish the story. Potentially. And no. Potentially. Potentially. We could do it again. You know, he could start number one in the Rumble, go through the Rumble, win it, and now, now he's he's paid his dues. I think it'll be Seth from the Raw side, and I actually think it'll be AJ Styles from the SmackDown side. That'd be a fun little and match to have at Night of Champions. That would be a fantastic match at Clash of Champions because I think or Clash of Champions. I think calling it. Yeah, uh, I that uh, Cody and Brock isn't done, especially yep. after the finish I seen on uh, uh, Backlash, which we'll get to that here in a little bit. I don't think Cody. I, I don't think Cody and Brock's done. No. So I think Brock is going to screw Cody somehow or another. I agree. So Cody's, Cody's got to go through Brock again. But I think it'll be I think I think the championship match we're going to have is Seth versus AJ, and I think Seth will win the championship. That's yeah, very very put, potentially true. Put the title on the hottest babyface you got. Not name Cody Rhodes and that's Seth Rollins. Right. Okay, so that concludes the draft recap. Yeah. I said, I enjoy a good draft. They've been needing this draft for at least two years now. I, I just like a good shakeup. Yeah. I like a good shakeup. That, that's like, why I, they've I, needed this. They've, they've yeah. needed to readjust their rosters badly the last couple of years. It, and it feels like a fresh start for everybody to get switched. Everybody that switches brands, it feels like a fresh start for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for Raw tomorrow. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for Raw. Uh, it just feels like a fresh start for everybody who may, who, somebody may have been struggling on SmackDown a little bit. They come to Raw, they get a fresh start. Yeah. And we didn't, we didn't talk about Drew McIntyre, who may be leaving the company, getting drafted to Raw. And there's I a don't real think that's going to happen. I don't personally don't think it's going to happen, but there's a lot of rumbles. There's a lot of rumbles out there in the in the dirt sheet world that says it he's gone he wants to try but somewhere even if else. he is he's his contract's not up till next year right 
and there's going to be time added on from this injury that he's got right now. So yeah, it'd be time. That's going to give him yeah. plenty of time to come up with something. He's not going to go anywhere. This is where he wants to be. I don't buy the he's disgruntled and all that shit that's going on. I, I don't think, think he's disgruntled. Shit. I don't think he's disgruntled. I just, you know, I don't think he's disgruntled at all. Because he's he's already gone out and done other things. Mm-hmm. I think this is where he wants to be. Well, it's no doubt where he wants to be. But I money think talks. He's, I think he's now. I just he. He's been having a lot of health issues on and off this year or this past year. I think he just kind of needs the reset. Try to because he's had to work through a lot of them. He keeps getting like stomach bugs and flus and he had the eardrum thing. And ever since he had COVID, he's been kind of a mess. So I think he just needs a good break. Keep him away until SummerSlam. Or something and just let him really recoup get him back to 100 percent. because then he went through hell with seamus and gunther at mania so yes, he's he got to be beat all to shit so i, I want to see him get a good break come back fresh maybe heal again you know just something new and fresh and i think he'll re-sign and have fun again Especially because now they've got this new title. He can come back and be contending for this title, whoever wins it, at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah, he's an instant contender for it. <laughs> so we'll just have to see what happens with that. All right, so overburied. Got a good little list of topics this week because I've got about two weeks worth of topics since we didn't yeah. do this last week with our draft. Mm-hmm. Right. First one I've got is Booker T thinks that Goldberg should beat up Darby Allen. Rather than have a match with Wardlow, why the fuck? Why in the world would Booker T say something so ridiculous? I don't know. I I don't. What's, know the, what's the context? Of this. I don't know. This was just it was a snippet I saw on Twitter. I couldn't find Look, a context for it. I'm burying this. I mean, it, this is this is the most ridiculous thing. Unless you just have a personal vendetta against Darby Allen, and you don't want to see him succeed. There is no reason to say something like this. I mean, I'm Why assuming this is stemming from Goldberg wanting to have a retirement match somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, I'm sure that is, but there is no, nobody gains anything from Goldberg just mauling Darby Allen. Nobody right, that's gains not a retirement match. That's just, no, no, that, no, that's long term booking for you to maul Darby Allen. And end up having to lose to Darby Allen a year later because because you're not going because Darby Allen is like one of the top guys in the doesn't right. Darby's not going to lose a feud to Goldberg no. at the to 56, 56, 57 year old Goldberg. It's just not going to happen. No, no I, yeah, that was a stupid thing, and I too obviously bury that. Yeah. Um, the next one, it's not really new news. But it's just people are kind of talking about it now is that Robert Roode is most likely out still for the rest of 2023 from his neck injury that I think I think it was November he had surgery on it. So healing and stuff for him. Yeah. I I, I can't really put this in the buried. I mean, I put it over because I want him to be healthy, but I honestly think we've seen the last Robert Roode. There's still there because of his age. Because of his age, exactly. He's in his mid-40s now. Right. 
So, so I, I actually think we, on a competitive level, I think we might have seen the last of Robert Reed. Honestly, we'll see and what I happens. Hate, but yeah, no, I big Bob, too. Big Bobby Reed fan. I would just, I just want to see him healthy. Uh, we may have seen the last of Bobby Reed. I hope not, because I, I bury that idea. I, but right, I mean, I hope not too. But I just, it, it's, I kind of catch the vibe from that. Next thing is apparently Alicia Fox is done with WWE. Yeah, I heard this. I didn't know she. I didn't know she. I thought she was done a couple of years ago. Honestly. I think she'd been legend. On a legends deal, yeah. I think so, and I think now she's maybe not. Which I mean, you know, that's fine. I. That's cool. I don't know what she's gonna do. I don't think she's gonna show up anywhere and wrestle. I think she's done with all of that. But oh, yeah, I I'm guess sure you never is. know. I love her though. She's she was one of the kindest people I met doing the access stuff back in 2019. Oh, Foxy's a sweetheart. Oh, like I was just very surprised. She was so just bubbly and just very sweet to both Raven and I when we met her. Just and, I hear she, and I hear she's Arn Anderson's drinking buddy. Well, hopefully that's over with because I think that's what. Hopefully her, that's. I think that's that's too. that's pretty much what ended her career, really. Anyways. Yeah, she yeah, she was drinking. Yeah, she's she, Arn Anderson's drinking buddy. Yeah, I know that's why why Arn Arn Anderson got fired from there. I mean, so I mean, because I, he he was covering for. Her. Right. So um. You know, I mean, I put it over as long as she's off doing something that makes her happy. Hey, let's see her go sign some autographs at, at conventions. Make you. You know, go go do some meet and greets and make you money that way. She she she'd be just fine. Well, you know, I wonder if she'll. Oh, what is it? They have some new thing. I should have added this to my list. I can't remember what it's called. Give me one second. They have a new kind of legends deal going on. Because the headbangers, I think it was, signed it. Must have just been on their story. Well, the headbangers, that was a... That was a damn team. They have some new thing. I can't remember. You can talk about a couple of guys that were enhancement talent everywhere they, everywhere they went. Carved them out of niche as the headbangers and got super over with it. It's an, it, they call it the nostalgia agreement. A nostalgia agreement. Right. It gives them new action figures, agreements to be in the video games, and hey, know, there other you go. things. So I, think, I don't know if that's lot. like their new version of the Legends deal, or like another like sub version of a Legends deal. Maybe it's maybe it's just a deal for the to be able to use their likeness. Right, which I think because your li- cool. yeah, your likeness is the most valuable, valuable, valuable commodity anyone has. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if they're using their likeness, if they sold their likeness for like nostalgia act for like the video games and and toys, hell hell yeah, do it. Yes, I mean maybe she'll end up signing one of those. I don't know. Now this next one, I don't even have to read it to know I am putting this the fuck over. We talked about this one the other night, but the man who broke into Sonya Deville's home 
and tried to, you know, abduct and kill her, whatever his plans were, was mm-hmm. sentenced to 15 years in prison and then another 15 years of probation after that. Well, they couldn't, have, they, they didn't bury, it's, it's over for me, they just didn't bury him far enough underneath the prison, you know, to do something like that. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get some people. I, I know mental health is a thing in this country. We see it every day, and it's getting worse. Uh, but I just don't. From someone who has, I've never had any issues like that. I've been pretty mentally stable most of my life, even though I grew up kind of crazy. Uh, well, I mean, there's. I just don't get it. You can still be, you know, mentally unstable, but. You have the support system to help you through it and kind of keep you grounded where some of these people, they just dive into their delusions and that's all they've got. Well, and they, and they live alone and they have no, they don't reach out to any family or any friends or anything. They live alone and they live in dark and they, and it's like you said, they, they give into their delusions and that's probably what happened here. I'm not, I'm not Dr. Phil, not a psychiatrist, but uh, you know, I would say that's what happened, and I, and it's an unfortunate thing. It's it's unfortunate because it it's, affects everybody. People just get way too attached to characters and actors, and just it just consumes their lives, and they just start to develop these thoughts that you know. Oh, this person loves me. I need to be with them. Even if they don't even know who the fuck you are. Right. Yeah, that's just wild to me. It is. I that's just, wild to me, but it, but it happens. In the so-called, you know, quote-unquote, you know, I, I see the people on there that just obsessively focus on one particular wrestler. And that's like their identity. I mean, we know a certain someone who used to be involved in a certain community mm-hmm. that we are from that was one of these people. Yep. She seems to have moved on. I don't know for sure. I haven't been exposed to her in a while because she kind of vanished. But it's just, it's scary the way some people just latch on to one identity or person, character. You know, whether it be from a TV show or the actor themselves or a singer. You know, I mean, like, I get infatuated with people, but I don't let it consume my life. Well, you know, it's kind of it's kind of like being a when you're a football fan or you're a fan of a sports team. And, and you say when you're describing the team and you just say we because you're putting yourself with that team. Well, I mean, it's, that's different because you've got. And that's you, yeah, the, the teams come with the, you know, like, you know, we've got the Chiefs kingdom. I discuss we as the kingdom as their whole fan base. Right. But instead of doing it for a whole team, you're doing it for one person. Right. And that's where it gets, that's where it gets all weirded out. There, There's a line. It's a very thin line to where you enjoy a character, an athlete. You know, or whatever. You know, you can buy some merch, look at pictures, have them on your phone wallpaper or whatever. But then once you cross that line, it's 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 not a very big line to cross. It's very easy to cross. Very easy to cross, like, yes. The, the further you cross it, the little bit 
further the boundaries start to waver and it just becomes creepy. Yes. But so yeah. Totally over that that guy's yeah. going to be he, he needs to be he needs to be put underneath the jail, honestly. And you know. But yes, the, what should have happened happened to him. And I'm totally for it. The next thing is Trinity Fatu is now working for Impact. Yeah. I mean, it was a I actually, leaked secret a long time ago because it was, I think it happened at a taping. Mm-hmm. But I think it's, I think those tapings have officially aired by now. It's, they have aired, yes. And I, I watched it and it was an amazing, it was an amazing thing. Trendy is, is super over with, with fans. She's super over with the crowd. And, uh, you know, half that crowd left. Right. That's what I was getting ready to say. I heard that a lot of the crowd left when she was done with her segment. A lot of that crowd did leave when she was done. They got the hell out. That's why they come there for her. Which that's kind of shitty, but. Well, then that's, that's, that's how it is though. Yeah. That's how it is. You come see Trinity. Trinity is is a very beloved character in in the WWE and to see her somewhere else. People wanted to see her. People hadn't seen her in a long time. They wanted to see her. So they've seen her and they got the hell out of Dodge. I wonder because, if there'll be a honeymoon phase for this and it'll maybe die out or she can hold this momentum. We'll have to see what happens. I, I don't, uh, you know, I, I just don't know. She. I don't know how long she'll be there. Honestly, yeah, I don't know I, how long I, of a deal she signed or if it's just a few appearances long, and maybe not even a signing. I don't know. Right. I don't know if she's signed a six month a lot there's a lot of six month deals that go on in impact. There's a lot of deals that go on for a year. I don't know how long she's signed. I would imagine they it might be up to her. She might just sign a six month deal to see how it works out and then they talk again after six months. Right. I just don't know if she alone for too long would be able to be a draw for impact. Cause not that I'm not I don't want to say the impact's bad. I don't want to be but it's it's not it's not your top two show. It's maybe three, no. maybe four. I don't know. Uh, they, they, they do good things. They've got great people, but I just don't think they draw the people to their shows the way WWE and AEW do. They don't. And the, being a Canadian based company is it. You know, it doesn't help that either. Uh, they they work in a real small building. In Canada, uh, their women's division, uh, outside of Perazzo and Jordan Grace, not really filled with household names, or not, and it's not really that strong. And I, I, I know I'm gonna have Jessica Havoc fans tell me, "Oh, Jessica Havoc's there." You got, and you know, but it's just to me, it's just not. Impact's women's division, trendy only boost that women's division up by a lot but can she draw money and that's that's the real question you you hit the nail on the head can she draw money for that women's division we'll see we'll i mean see. these first few appearances it might just kind of be a nostalgia act for people and then they're going to get their fill and right maybe not they keep get, coming back for her right they kind of get the fill and it's like and then and then you know after the after the newness wears off we'll, we'll figure it out after the newness wears off where she's going to be at 
Yeah, give it a few months and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then, let's see, my next one is there was a potential leak for the brand split that AEW's talking about doing. I don't know if I should read this because it might be considered spoilers for some people. But this was out on Twitter and it's at AW Collision roster split and tentative plans. And it says this document is strictly private, confidential, and personal to its recipients and should not be distributed or reproduced in whole or in part or passed to any third party. Obviously, that didn't happen. So, obviously not. I will send this to you if you want to see it. I don't feel like I should read it in case people don't want any type of spoilers that this might contain. Uh-huh. So I won't read it, but... You know, I don't know if this is a plant that was put out or if this is true plans. Well, you know uh, you know, they stopped taping uh, Dark and Elevation. Right. And that to me was smart if you're going to do the 605 show you're going to that's smart because that frees up the two hours of tv that you were doing that you can use that on rampage if you want to do that you can use rampage with nobody watches rampage use rampage is exactly for that as to get younger talent on tv and get them some work in front of a big crowd and then you can take you can take the 605 shows which you're going to you're going to batch tape those probably five five six weeks in advance right and air them at six or five on saturday night which is fantastic it's, it's fantastic but the thing i worry about is there's a lot more tele there's a lot more television cues from at six or five on saturday night than what there was 20 20 25 years ago right as as far as like on cable channels so it really and that concerns me but I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to Collision Show. I'm looking forward to see what they see what they do with that. And it's you know slated to debut on June seventeenth, which is a Saturday. So not far off. It's only, it's only like about a month away. Month yeah. yeah, it ain't far off. I don't know if I want to over or bury this. You know, bury the fact that someone's potentially leaking shit, but over the fact what? that this could be an exciting new. I mean, so it's, just watch the it's, brand so, split between Raw and SmackDown. We're going to be potentially seeing the same thing with AEW. So it's a roster that is going to be on Collision? Is that what you're sending me? Yes. That's what... Let me send it to you. I think this this might just be for the first show. For the debut episode. But I think it's going to potentially also be a big chunk of their roster. Because it says this is an on... This is a... They call it on growing list, which it's a growing list. The following penciled in for the first episode. Okay, so it is. It is. So looking, so looking at the first three of the first four names, it is definitely a soft brand split, right? Because those three names are going to be on both shows. Uh, are you sure about that? Because I thought the whole point uh, of them doing this was to keep a certain someone away from other people. Well, you well, you got to take into consideration who two of those guys are. Well, I mean, those guys. I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna come out and say, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna come out and say it. Your tag team champions is on Saturday night. They're definitely going to be between both shows. Well, yeah, I mean, those guys, yes, but 
the whole main focus of all this is the one and only, obviously, CM Punk. That's not much of a spoiler here. Yeah, not much of a spoiler, CM Punk. Uh, but the whole yeah, point I'm, of them I'm, doing I'm, the split was to keep him away from the elite. Well, I, I'm just going to let the cat out of the bag on some of this stuff here. There's some guys on here that has had some issues with other guys on the roster on the on on the roster that is not here. Let's uh, you know, like Andrade. Andrade is scheduled to be on this show. He has had major issues with Sammy Guevara, and he basically won't work with Sammy Guevara at all right. in the building. He can't stand it's it. basically solving their locker room fighting issues. It, it, it's exactly what it's doing. So you've got, uh, let's see, I'm just going to, Luther and Serpentico makes a lot of sense because they're part of the, they're the Spanish announce team. Um, uh, Jade, TBS champion, she would make sense. Of course, that's another soft one. She'd be going back and forth. Uh, oh, I didn't even uh, yeah, notice that very last name on there. Holy shit. Oh, well, yeah. Now I now I won't spoil that one. No, don't spoil. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil that one. Uh, but yeah, there's oh, there's another one here too. Look, uh, uh, one, two, three, four up from that, and look all the way to the right. I'm not gonna spoil oh, that one. Either. Yeah, won't spoil that one either. That's a big one. That makes to sense. Me, that, though. That's a good. Yeah, fit. That, that makes sense. That's a good fit for them. Uh, but yeah, I mean. This is basically getting some of the guys that have locker room issues with some of the other guys that are there all the every week. They're getting them on another show that way they can work. So I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I'll put it over. Um, I, I don't necessarily dislike anybody on that list. No, see, I mean, the idea of the brand split I put over. Yeah. And this potential roster, but you know, you kind of got to bury a leak because I hate seeing. Well, you know, there's no you surprises hate... anymore. Because yeah, of you, yeah, I, I do like surprises in wrestling, and that's part of it. Which, I mean, there were some good surprises on Saturday, which we'll talk yeah. about here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Yep, there was some, there was some, fun, there was some fun stuff on Saturday. Fun stuff on, from a B show, from a show you wouldn't expect fun stuff from. There was a lot of fun stuff in it. Yeah, and then my last overburied topic before we get into backlash is that. They're saying, as of a couple days ago, that so far AEW has sold over 60,000 tickets for their Wembley show. Yeah, that's it's awesome. The live gate has increased to 7.7 million as of Friday. And so that's awesome. I think that's still maybe only just pre-sales? And it's still just pre-sales. They haven't yes, I don't think uh, they've they done the general public sales yet. No, they haven't done. They haven't done general public sales yet. That's awesome for the AEW. That's awesome for AEW because that's going to give them confidence to do bigger, bigger venues in the future, obviously. Uh, but I, yeah, it's over. I, I I love the London. I, I love the uh, the UK UK crowd is always fantastic. They're always fun. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's over for me. I can't wait for that show. I'm definitely going to buy it. Definitely going to buy it. I like, I like, I've been enjoying all these international shows. <laughs> Clash of the Castle, Backlash this weekend was amazing. Oh, Backlash was so much fun. God, we need to learn from that Puerto Rican crowd, man. We definitely do. Definitely do. We, we need to learn a few things from that Puerto Rican smart crowd, too. Real smart. Real smart wrestling crowd. Yeah. They were, well, I mean, they did some things that kind of surprised me. 
but we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. See. Oh, yeah. A little bit of a heel crowd, wouldn't it? A little bit of a heel crowd. Let's find the results here. So we opened the show with... I'm wrong thing. There we go. We opened the show, which this kind of surprised me. I wasn't expecting this to be the show opener. I thought for sure, because people were, I was watching people speculate all day what the actual main event would be. Mm -hmm. Then I thought, you know, oh, you got to do Bat Bunny and Damian Priest with this crowd. Which they could have done. Which they could have done. So I thought, okay, they'll probably open with Cody Brock. Let them have a good brawl to set the tone for the night. But nope, they opened with Bianca and Io. Oh, well, the first match is the best match of the night. That was a very good match. I thought I, I thought this match set the tone and outperformed everything else on the on the night, other than Priest and Bad Bunny, which we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, I this match. This was my like I say my favorite match of the night. For like a four and a quarter star match for me. Eosra proves why she belongs on the main roster, mm-hmm. and she. Gets a good, really good match. She, she, I think she, in a lot of ways, she carried that match. Oh, totally carried that match because she made Bianca look like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say it really, probably the best Bianca match I've seen. And mm-hmm. I think it's obviously because of EO. Because because of EO and the Puerto Rican crowd turned on. Yeah, they were booing Bianca. They turned on Bianca and cheered EO heavily during this entire match, which mm-hmm. I love. I love it when crowd turn crowds turn on baby faces, and uh, and hey, all the credit in the world to Bianca. She knew exactly how to handle it, and she and she basically worked heel the entire match. Yeah, she she did she kind did. of adjust her style a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she worked I've heel the entire match. I always thought Bianca needs to be a heel. She works better as a heel for me. I really, but yeah, because I agree. she's such a role model, right? now she's such a role model to two little girls everywhere she'll never be that she'll never be in that heel role again well i mean we thought that about bailey too though bailey that yeah well man we did we'll see bailey's whole gimmick was for the kids and then well, they the did it with her and it's worked the kids grew up the Not kids the grew next up. generation of kids though her kids grew up the bailey kids grew up now, there's always a new generation of Bailey kids. But next match, which I thought was very good for the random ass match that it was, was Seth versus Omos. Yeah, it was better than what I thought it would be, but that's because Seth, Seth pulled a good. ten and a half minute match out of Omos. And that's hard to do. Well, Seth done most of the work in that well, match right. too. Yeah, you know, Omos just... basically Omos basically stood in the middle of the ring and let Seth do everything. Yeah, I need to go back and watch this match because my internet was being a shit. My peacock kept buffering during this one, so I missed most of it. But the bits that I saw was yeah, it was just Omos standing still, and then Seth. Yeah, it was just something. Yeah, it was just it was uh, it was Seth bouncing around doing most everything in this match, which probably is what the reason why it was good is because it's Seth, and I don't think Seth's ever had a bad match. Mm-hmm. No, you, you, it's hard to get a bad match out of Seth. But a ten minute ma- you get a ten minute match out of Omos. That's saying something, right? That man, I don't think that man's ever worked ten minutes and ten minutes in the ring in his life until Puerto Rico. I mean, maybe when he was doing tag teams with AJ, where AJ was doing all the work. But... Where AJ's doing all the work, maybe, yeah. 
The next match was the United States Championship Triple Threat, Theory, Lashley, and Bronson. I was uh, I was surprised at how short this match was. 6.50, just under seven minutes. Yeah, yeah, very short match for a Triple Threat match. Bronson Reed was dominant in this match. Dominant. Yeah, it was a good showing for Bronson. Yeah, it was a real good showing for Bronson. He had some great spots in it. Uh, I think it's I, – I would like to see the match go a little bit longer, but I understand – given everything else that happened after it, I understand why they probably got their time cut a couple minutes on it. So I kind of wonder – I don't know if <laughs> Bianca and Io went long because they had 18 minutes. Yeah, they had 18 minutes, which was seemed about right for that match, honestly. Uh, but, yeah, I'm I surprised this match was a little short. Bronson was definitely the highlight of that match. Austin Theory retains. He gets lucky and retains, of course, which we knew was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but Bronson, a real good show for Bronson. So they they really the way the way they have him booked in these matches, even even in losses, he looks super strong. Right. So I I see big things for Bronson Reed in the future. I like Bronson. Um, going back real quick to Bianca and Io, the way the match ended, they're blaming Bailey. But I don't. I didn't see it that way. I saw, you know, Io was taking her time. I don't even think she realized what Bailey was doing, unless I just missed a look or something. The the, the fence was a little wonky. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be Bailey kind of costing Io everything, but somebody missed the mark on that. Now, I don't know was... where. Something was wonky with that finish. Right. I mean, Bailey was holding Bianca's braid. The ref caught her. But nothing was stopping Eo from still doing her flip. Right. That I was like, wait, what? So yeah. I'll be yeah. curious to see how they Finish handle that. Yeah. I guess we gotta wait till Friday. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all in it's all in an effort to get Eo out of out her own. Yeah, I think they're gonna split yeah. her from damage control. They're gonna split her up, Dakota. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all an effort to get Eo out of her own. I agree. Which I think I think they accomplished it in that match. I mean, she was she carried she's she had a fantastic match yeah i mean they've been building this too for a little bit you've kind of seen yeah. eo throw bailey some looks and yeah and i guess i i missed it the first time but i saw someone talk about it later on twitter dakota was pleading with bailey not to go down to the ring as they were making yeah, she their way was. down there she was so so yeah we'll see what happens with that okay so then our next match was the smackdown Slash Raws, I guess now women's championship, Rhea and Zelina. My God, was that crowd hot for Zelina? The crowd was super hot for Zelina. She had some nice spots in it. I love the emotions that she had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a short match. She, she had a lot of emotion. Puerto Rican crowd was hot for her. Short match. I didn't expect it to go long. No, you know, you, you can't Rhea's... have Zelina going against Rhea in a twenty-minute. No. Because the size difference, it just doesn't allow for something like that. The match was what it needed to be. Zelina got in spots. They got to use the the flip flop. The yeah. The the, Raven pointed out. um, I'm not a Hispanic heritage, so I don't know what that means. It's a thing. I know it's a thing. I just don't know what it means. Raven pointed out that um. Oh, I have one more thing that I have to read too. But I'll go back to the second. We'll finish this match. That um, Selena's mom was wearing a House of Black shirt. 
Uh-huh. So I don't want to hear anybody else say that WWE made them change their shirts in crowds before. They're letting <laughs> someone who's going to be shown on television wearing a shirt for someone else's show. So I don't want to hear that bullshit anymore. I've never believed it anyways. But yeah, no, it was a good little match. You know, they gave Zelina her moment in front of her, you know, family in the crowd in Puerto mm-hmm. Rico, her heritage. She got to do it for her dad. Yeah, that that was that's the part that got me uh, because I knew the story with her dad mm-hmm. and uh, back in the old Impact days, and uh, I know I know what it meant to her because she you know she she does these interviews and things and she 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 wears her heart on her sleeve. Oh yeah, and she does and she thinks she has her father first and foremost in her mind everything she does, oh, and sure. I know that that was special for her because yeah. I know she, yeah. You could see it and the emotions that she was holding. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I have a quote that I need to read. I forgot to read this during our talk about the triple threat. Not the triple threat, sorry. Um, Seth and Omos. This is from Xander. You know Xander. He's the owner of Tetsu. Yep. Raven sent me the screenshot. He said that Seth dragged a passable match out of Omos like Jack Sparrow dragged the Black Pearl in his hallucinations. Which they is a really very did. accurate description of that match. A very accurate description of that. Very accurate description. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm not... God knows I can't do what any of these guys do. Because I'm old and I'm slow and I can't do it. Maybe 20 years ago, maybe I could have. And I'm not shitting on Omos by no stretch. Because he would probably pop my head like a damn... Like, like a bug. He is he, he just not it. No. I don't it's, know. He's just not he, it. He, people he that big work. can't move to do the work that needs to be done to be in the ring. I'll be damned. Satnam Singh does it. I mean, there's there's some. Like, Drew's a big guy. I mean, not obviously almost big, but there's a few Satnam big Singh. can move. <laughs> Satnam but, Singh is bigger than Omos and moves twice as good. Some people can do it, but, you know, I just think of Kali... Omos, they just they're too stiff they don't it's like they don't have joints well they, they move from the big. hips and the shoulders but not the knees and the elbows colleagues colleagues just too big for his too big for his body right his upper half was too big for his legs his legs the reason why he wore long pants is because he it's because his leg he had chicken legs right his knees couldn't support his weight and that's the reason why he couldn't move very well I, and Omos, I don't think Omos has that issue because he's a much thicker individual downstairs right. than what than what Kali is. Omos just doesn't have the skill. Right. Yeah, no, he's he needs the training some more still. That, that, I mean, it's easy to work big man because you don't have to sell as much. But, I mean, you know, I, you know, I would like – I don't need Omos to do a whole lot, but I, do, I need him to do more than just stand in the middle of the room. And then we had probably match the night, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest in the street fight. That was fun. Oh, uh, that was a such good a fun match. Such a fun match. My There's God, a lot. Crowd. That crowd was hot for that match. Bad Bunny is. Uh, just put him on the main roster every week. God, I wish. Just give me, just give me Bad Bunny every week. Just, just have him, just have him fight Roman for the damn championship already. Instead of having Logan Paul do it, just have, let Bad Bunny do it. Bad Bunny 
Bad Bunny could draw it, could have a good match with anybody. I'm, I'm convinced of it. Convinced of it. I agree. I mean, so far we've had Bunny, Bad Bunny, what, three times now? Three times. Not counting Rumbles, I guess, but. Right. Yeah, he, he just, he, he's, he takes it seriously. You can tell he's a fan. He takes it seriously. He, he doesn't, he doesn't get lazy. I, 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 I enjoy watching him in the room. It's just really do. Damian Priest is another guy that is just, and they complement each other very well because they've worked with each other for so long. Right. You uh, can tell that in their work that yeah. Priest had a big hand in training him and mm-hmm. gotta, gotta, all that jazz. Oh, all, all the good stuff. Yeah, all the feels. But you know what and I really the, enjoyed with this? We got all legit the surprises. Yeah, all the overbooking they done, just to surprise, just to give the Puerto Rican crowd a bunch of good feels. Absolutely, fucking I love Carlito. Got Carlito, a, he got the fucking Austin three sixteen glass break. <laughs> yeah, he did. And then Savio Vega. Savio, oh Savio Vega, coming out there, raising hell. That was that was fun for me to see Savio. I, I like Savio Vega. Yeah, so, I do too. Savio, Savio's a legit badass from the back in the day. And uh, yeah, I like Savio Vega. You know, Savio still wrestles, and he, he still he still does some spots, uh, some shows in, at, at for MLW. He still wrestles. Well, he's not full that. time. He's not full time, but he still wrestles. No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I was kind of waiting for there to be one more. I mean, we got the LWO, but that wasn't really a surprise. They're rostered people. Yeah, but, yeah. But it's, it still kind of tugs at the heartstrings when you hear that Viva La Raza. Yeah. With their music, it's just kind of like, ah, you forget for almost a second that it's really not going to be Eddie coming out. Right. There's that brief moment where you hear his, you know, his voice, and oh my god, no, oh no, wait, never mind, that's not going to actually happen. But just, yeah, it feels good to think about it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, everybody loves Eddie. Uh, how good did Carlito look though? Oh, amazing. Was he not? In sh- is he not in shape? I think he almost looks even better than when he did that rumble spot a couple of years I mean, ago. Yeah, I mean, he looks, I mean, he 250 pounds of muscle. I mean, it looks like a million bucks. I've heard that it might and, not be the last week of him. It sounds like there might be more from him coming up. I so hope we'll not. See. I hope not. I, I hope they follow through with it this time. I think the whole reason why they didn't follow through with it the last time was is the pandemic hit and a lot of a lot of things changed. Was he pre-pandemic in the rumble? He, he was pre-pandemic. Yeah, he was pre. He was pre-pandemic. That was the. That's that right. Was he came the, in the same. Just, he was. Yeah, he was in the same one as MVP and Edge, wasn't he? That same 2019 uh, yep. rumble. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then they kept it going with MVP. Right. Yeah, I, I think that the pandemic changed a lot. Of, changed a lot of plans, obviously. Yeah. So, I hope they do. I hope Carlito does come back because he could still work. I seen him. Oh, I uh, could see them throwing him. him in with this. Um, LWO stuff very easily. Hey, easy, yeah. Uh, I seen him work a couple couple years ago uh, in Spartanburg. He can still work. He still goes. He he's look. He looks great. He can still work. I mean, you know, yeah. He's is in his forties. Yes, those a lot of guys. Bring him back. Yeah. No, I, I agree. All right. Next match was the Bloodline, Solo, Jay, and Jimmy versus. Riddle, Kevin, and Sammy. I feel like this match could have been a little earlier on the card, 
but I kind of see where they threw it in as a breakup between the Bad Bunny and then the main event. Yeah, they, they kind of needed to be there. Uh, the underlying story of this match, however, is the tension between Solo and his brothers. Right. Uh, particularly Jay. Right. Jimmy I think, don't really I think this is it. the last time we see Bloodline versus Sammy and Kevin. Yeah, I think now that's I think that they're going to evolve the story to keep it going, and now it's going to be the brothers. Yeah, yeah, the brothers. Yeah, Solo and and Jay really have an issue with one another right now, mm-hmm. and Jay's starting to see everything that Sammy's told him. Jay, Jay's already, Jay already knew it. He's just, he's just, I don't know what Jay's. Jay, yeah, you know, Roman broke Jay. They even getting to acknowledge him as a tribal chief years ago. Right. So Jay knows. Jay sees what Jay sees what Solo's doing. Oh, Solo Jimmy is does. under Roman's thumb. Oh, he's his little Roman. henchman right now. Oh, he is the hitman. He is the hitman for Roman. And the hits out on the Usos. Mm-hmm. If the Usos fuck up, they're done. Yep. They they're done. And Solo, I mean, they got the pulled, win, but that didn't stop Solo from almost pulling the trigger on Jay. Mm-hmm. Even though they won, Solo was still going to hit him with that Samoan spike. Yeah, it it almost went bad. So I'm I'm yeah. I'm back. People are starting to get a little bored with the bloodline, but now I think once they've seen this, the intrigue is back. Yeah, you got yeah. This is this is what it needed. This is what it needed. Need a little bit of internal. It needed some internal strife, right. and now this is what you got with it. You got some brothers fighting with each other. No, those are gonna be some good matches. I think. Once it, when it gets down to that, I think it's, it's we're still a few weeks away. I think from there being any physicality, it's going to be a lot. Yeah, of we're still a ways away from that. We're still a ways away from physicality. But it's it's going to build. They're going to build that physicality a lot like they did with Sammy and Roman. They're going to build that same physicality with with Jay and Solo. I think and Jay's gonna, probably not cap Jay's, until at least SummerSlam. Right, and Jay's going to be the one to pot, get Solo before Solo can get him. Correct. Yeah. It's it's going it's going they're going to build it a lot of the same a lot like they built Sammy and Roman, but I think I think by that time Roman's going to have other family members in the bloodline. Very possible. I think he will. WWE's still tweeting about Carlito, and then we had our main event: <laughs> Cody versus Brock. Cody jumped Brock Bell. It was a fight for a while. I mean, it was a fight the whole match, really. But yeah, the the match itself didn't last very long. It It was was the it was the pre match brawl beforehand. It was just under ten minutes. It was nine forty. Yeah, so so overall, it was the pre but the pre match brawl and everything got about seventeen eighteen minutes out of it. I guess. I mean, the matches before that were twenty two and twenty five minutes. So yeah. You could, uh, you would lose the crowd if you went too long with this one. Typical Brock Lesnar match, though. I mean, Cody beat shit out Brock Lesnar for a little bit, and then Brock takes Cody to Suplex City. Brock was those vertical suck, though. Oh, Brock got busted open, which was Brock was doing the vertical suplex. Brock Lesnar has the best vertical suplex of anybody in WWE. And I mean, because, he should look at the size of him. Oh, well, I mean, he was just yeeting Cody. 
on the vertical suplex. Not the Germans, the vertical suplex. I, I, I kind it, of enjoy watching Brock eat people. I'm not going to lie. Oh, oh, yeah. When, it's, when it's you get a smaller satisfying. opponent in there with Brock, I love watching him just fling the fuck out of people. Oh, it's definitely it's definitely satisfying. It's definitely satisfying to see, see Brock Lesnar throwing grown adults halfway across the ring. When you get him getting yeah. an F5-ing a smaller opponent, they just, they fly. You can oh, just, yeah. They could almost like whirlwind themselves right out of the ring if he flings them hard enough. <laughs> Instead of slamming them down, just kind of give them a good helicopter and they'd be, wee. I just, I just like watching it. that. It's, it's very satisfying. It is very satisfying. You know, like I told Red, I said, not everything Brock Lesnar touches is bad. It's just, we don't want him to have the championship and be gone with it for six months. Right. I think those days are done. I don't think we're going to see that Brock Lesnar anymore. No, uh, no. Not with the title, at least. For a while, yeah. I don't, I don't, honestly, I think there's, I feel like something's changed within Brock over the last year where we've been getting Cowboy Brock. He seems to be having having fun, fun, right? He's having fun. Yeah, he's having fun. So I don't think this is, I have to have a title in my hands and then go sit in Canada for six months and maybe show up for SummerSlam and Mania, Brock. Brock's, I think, legitimately having fun having these different feuds that he's been having over the past. Oh, sure he is. Sure he is. And, And the whole thing with Cody isn't done. No. He had Cody. He had Cody beat. Oh yeah, he had Cody beat and Cody, and he just and if he releases the Kimura, he kicks out. He 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 kicks out of the roll up. Cody put him in, but he didn't let go of the Kimura. Right. So Cody beat him. So that's why I say the thing between Cody and Brock, we haven't seen the last of. No, I I think as soon as Cody's having his match for the tournament, we'll be hearing Brock Lesnar's music hit. Oh, absolutely, we will. Or, or however his music goes, or or Brock will be the uh, Cody's opponent, and they go to a double disqualification. Was Brock on my list of people in the tournament? I don't think so. I don't think he was either. But that don't mean anything. We've seen Brock Lesnar enter a uh, Money in the Bank match twenty five minutes into the match and win it. Well, he was put in that match at the beginning of the match, though. He was the mystery opponent. Oh, yeah, he was a mystery opponent. Somebody this should is, tell this Ali is, that. This is a Ali tournament, I think, shit. more than anything. So I don't think they can really throw him into it because there's just not the numbers. Unless he takes out Cody's opponent. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. But Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. We'll have to see what happens. We'll probably find out tomorrow. We will. I think the tournament kicks off on Raw tomorrow. Yes, it does. From what I've been hearing. so I've heard these tournament matches are going to... Oh, excuse me, kind of be the main focus of Rod Morrow. Yeah, it should be. Most important thing going on. I think there's going to be, most of them are going to be on Raw, and I think there's going to be a couple maybe on SmackDown come Friday. Because we're three weeks away from Night of Champions, or whatever they're calling it. The thing in Saudi. The next Saudi show, yeah. Yep. So, we'll see what happens with that. But I'm intrigued by this. I can't wait to see who they actually put this big, shiny, new, pretty belt on. I, I just think it's a pretty belt. I love the belt. It is, I, I do. I love that belt. Uh, it, like I said, as soon as I seen it, I said, oh, it's the big, I said, big Goldie's back. Big gold belt's back. Yeah, that's what I texted some friends. I just said, big gold belt. Just all in caps. Yep, big gold belt back. They got it's, just a, it's just a love child between the WWE Championship and the big gold belt. But it's the son of the big gold belt. It's, 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 it's pretty. It's all shiny. It is. It's, it's it is. And it's not a, a new design. 
And it's not a constellation prize either. No. So get that out of your damn it. Anybody got that in your heart? It's just a constellation. That's not a constellation prize. It's just that is it's a, a big it's shiny a new prize. Gold. It's a new prize. It's a big shiny gold belt. And it, if if you want to attach the lineage to the world heavyweight from the world heavyweight championship to it from the WCW days, which I'm sure they will. Yeah, I agree. I'm sure they will, but they just bring them back an old belt. They're bringing back an old championship and they'll attach the lineage of the WCW big gold belt onto it. Then you have your lineage back with it. Yep. So you don't have to worry about it. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fun. Don't have to worry about it, guys. Last order of business before we sign off, because we are going over our hour this week, but not by much. We're still within it. Yep. I ran a poll based on our draft episode from last week uh-huh. for which show would draw people's eyes out of our yeah. four shows. Uh-huh. And it was a very close poll. We had nine votes. Somehow, for some reason, I'm not quite sure I agree with this. My show edged you guys out by just a little bit, 34% of the votes. Oh, okay. And all the rest of you tied at 22%. Well, I don't know if I agree with. Well, that, congratulations, Lord. I feel like I need people to like run the poll. I didn't vote. Like I'm gonna throw this out there. I did not vote in the poll. People, people, people want to see your see your show. They want to see the Edge and Christian reunion. Fuck yeah! I mean that maybe that was it. Maybe I, I it. would. I would pay it for that. They want to see your Edge and Christian. Christian. Yeah, they want to see your Edge and Christian reunion. They don't want to see him, J.F., and Roman Reigns tangle to be the head of the table. I said, I don't know where the votes came from. I did not vote. I don't know if you, Raven, or Wes voted. But I didn't feel like I should vote in it. I did not vote. I did not vote. I'll tell you, I did not vote. So if you voted for my show, thank you. Yeah, same. Thank you. We all appreciate you enjoying our draft episode. That was yes. It was. It's fun to do. It was I love when do. we get to have our friends on with us. Oh yeah. It's always next week's going to be fun too. Next week's going to be fun too. Yes, we will get into the entrance themes episode next week. Next week, promise it's coming. Next week, it'll be here. It'll be here. We just lost track. We just lost track back to back clashes on Saturday, and we had to deal with it. Yeah, I thought there was another week to go. I really did. Yeah. Yeah. But we will have... Time's a fickle bitch. Yeah, it is. We'll be talking entrance themes next week. Uh, some themes. Some new entrance themes. Uh, you know what? I may actually be able to play some. Let's play like snippets of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, we're not monetized anyway, so they can't monetize us. So, what the hell, you know? Anyway, we're going to be doing that next week. Yeah, we'll have some fun. Anything else for us before we get out of here? I think that'll do it. I think we've covered everything. Covered everything, man. So, we'll try to bring back stumping next week, too. Yeah, stump will be back next week. It's just been a long week and didn't have that time to do it. Yeah, I wasn't ready for that tonight. Uh, Yeah. But stump will be back next week. I've I've got to to be better. Um, But, uh, we're getting out of here uh have a uh happy wrestling enjoy the uh world title tournament 
that is happening on Raw. That's it happened on the, if you watch WWE. If you don't watch WWE, you watch New Japan. That's great too. Enjoy Sonata as your champion. I don't know how long you're going to get that. You've got a new open weight champion, uh, never open weight champion with uh, David Finley. That's uh, Bullet Club's kind of a shell of his former self, but David Finley's doing a hell of a job. Related to Fit Finley? He's Fit Finley's son. Okay, okay. He likes yes. Fit Finley. He is the son of Fit Finley. Awesome Fit Finley. He is the son of Fit Finley. He, uh, he uh, sent Tonga. He beat Tomatonga for that championship, and Tomatonga left the arena on a stretcher. That's Never how Tanga bad didn't have that was. Very no, he did not. I that's how bad the beating Tanga. was. Um, yeah, that's I, how I bad. That's how bad the beating was. Tamatanga. Yeah. Tamatanga. That's for Raven. I hope to pop Raven. <laughs> that's how bad the beating was. David Finley put on. David Finley is uh, top. Top dog in New Japan right now. Man, and to put Tamatanga on a stretcher. Yes. That's no joke, man. No, it's not a joke at all. Not a joke at all. Kind of like, kind of makes you think maybe Tamatanga's on his way out. There's been rumors. There's rumors for sure. There's rumors. But yeah, we will talk to everybody next week with music. Yep, we'll see y'all then. Bye. Bye, everybody.